Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. Hey, I cannot wait to tell you about my driving experience in the new Infiniti Q50, the first production car with steer-by-wire. But first, let's get to the news. Yesterday, we got a chance to check out the only CNG half-ton pickup available today, Ford's F-150. As a matter of fact, the company has six different CNG prepped engines ready to be upfitted into eight models. There are currently six Ford-approved upfitters, and as long as they meet a prescribed process, the engine will remain under warranty. The CNG prepped engine for the F-150 has an additional cost of only $315, but it will run between eight and $10,000 for the fuel system from the upfitter. And for large trucks with large tanks, customers can expect to pay somewhere around $16,000. Now that's a lot of money, but when you think of commercial truck fleets that drive lots of miles, the fact that CNG costs anywhere from one to two dollars a gallon equivalent to gasoline and emits 24% less greenhouse gases, it starts to make real sense. Ford is on track this year to make more than 15,000 CNG prepped engines, a 25% increase over last year. Ram also offers a CNG option on its 2500 series truck and I think we're going to see others join the party. I also should add I am aware of a company that's going to greatly expand the CNG infrastructure in the United States in a unique and novel way but I'm not at liberty to divulge more details. All I can tell you is look up a company called VNG. Volkswagen is launching a new in-car system similar to OnStar. They call it CarNet. It's available in select 2014 models of the Jetta, Passat, Tiguan, CC, Beetle, and EOS. Features include automatic crash notification, roadside assistance, and stolen vehicle assistance. CarNet costs $200 for one year or $18 a month, plus there are two or three-year deals. Audi is the first automaker to bring in-car LTE, or long-term evolution, into a vehicle. That is a new wireless communication standard that provides a mobile internet option in the A3 Sportback and will be available in all other models by early November. Audi has yet to name which service provider it will use in the U.S. Jaguar is on the rebound thanks to a revamped lineup that includes its XJ, XK, and XF. And now, of course, it's added the F-Type. Interestingly, we just learned how the marketing team set out to make the price of the car a unique advantage. We saw a hole in the marketplace. We saw what we call white space. And there was really a gap in the marketplace where there was really nothing playing in that segment. Uh, Porsche had raised, raised the price of the 911 really very high and left this big gap between where the Boxster ends and where the 911 begins. And we thought that was a really good place to really try to position this car. So to slot it in where the F-Type kind of starts, where the Boxster S ends, and then the V8S ends where the 911 starts. So we saw this gap in the marketplace and it seemed like something that we could really develop a great product to fill that. So there are three levels of F-Type. The F-Type, the F-Type S, and the F-Type V8S. The F-Type and the S model, powered by supercharged V6 engines, three, uh, 340 horsepower to start, 
380 horsepower in the F-Type S. Cars start at $69,000 and $81,000. And you can step up $92,000 to get the F-Type V8 S. 495 horsepower, 5 liter supercharged V8. And when you walk up through the range, we add a lot of performance equipment on the way. So when you step up from an F-Type to an F-Type S, you get things like bigger brakes, bigger wheels, limited slip differential, the adaptive dynamic suspension, which is our continuously variable suspension system, active exhaust system for better sound. Then you step up to the V8S, you get even larger brakes, larger wheels, the electronic active differential. So it's really walking the performance quotient up as you go up the range. After just one month on the market, Jaguar says the F-Type has helped drive overall sales up 20%. Coming up next, I'll give you my driving impressions of the new Infiniti Q50, the first production car to offer steer-by-wire. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. Under the leadership of Johan Denison, Infinity is pouring on the coals to build itself into a serious player in the luxury segment. The brand is no longer treated as a marketing effort by Nissan, but is now a fully owned subsidiary with its own headquarters in Hong Kong, its own design and engineering, it even has its own human resources department. The first new car to come out under this structure is the Q50, and I just got the chance to test drive it yesterday. As you may know, the Q50 is a rear-wheel drive four-door sedan that starts at $37,600. Fully loaded, it easily tops $50,000. It also replaces the G37 sedan. More on the name change in a minute, but first let's get to some of my initial driving impressions. The Q50 is available with a 3.7 liter V6 or a 3.5 liter V6 hybrid. Both are mated to a silky smooth 7-speed automatic and how interesting that the hybrid does not use a CVT. The Q50 is also the first car to offer an optional steer-by-wire, what Nissan calls direct adaptive steering. There truly is no mechanical connection between the steering wheel and the steering rack. It's all handled electronically. This also allows the steering rack to be hard mounted to the structure of the car. And of course, it eliminates all the vibrations that normally run up the steering shaft. And because it's adaptive, it eliminates most of the tugs and nibbles that you get through the steering wheel while driving over rough or undulating pavement. Yet the steering is not numb. An actuator behind the wheel provides good feedback to the driver while turning or cornering. And because it's electronically controlled, you can select different settings to fit your preference in effort and response. And you can change them on the fly while you're driving, not just sitting there in park. And yes, there is a steering shaft with a clutch that automatically gives you a mechanical connection in case of system failure. As I said, the steer-by-wire system is an option. I found the standard mechanical steering to feel more direct and responsive, yet the electronic steering does eliminate vibrations and all those minor steering corrections that you almost unconsciously make while driving. I think on long trips, it will prove less fatiguing. Steer-by-wire is something that the automotive industry has been talking about for years. Congratulations to Infinity for being the first automaker to bring it to market, and I have no doubt others will soon follow. Oh yeah, about the name. As many of you already know, 
Infinity will now designate all its cars with the letter Q followed by a number that indicates where it fits in the lineup. The lower the number, the lower the price, and vice versa. All of its crossovers and SUVs will carry the letters QX, followed by a number that indicates the same sort of progression. Starting next month, Infiniti will change all of its models' names to follow the new naming system, and that's going to cause some confusion in the market. But as one executive told me, we agonized over whether we should slowly phase it in, but decided we should just rip the Band-Aid off all at once and get onto the new system. I've only just scratched the surface here. There are many other features and aspects of the Q50 that are well worth reporting, and we'll be getting to them in future shows. Hey, don't forget to join us tomorrow night for AutoLine After Hours. Our guest is none other than Bob Lutz, and we're going to devote the entire show to him. So get your questions ready for one of the best executives to ever come through the automotive industry. And join me and Peter DeLorenzo, the auto extremist, for the best information in this business. But that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.